0: Hey there, I'm Wendy Vaughn, sales success coach and the queen of compassion-based selling because, well, selling is all about supporting, not convincing. And I am so glad that you've tuned in to today's episode of The Selling Mate Easy Show because, this show is all about inspiration, not just in learning a simple technique or mindset shift that makes it easier to get clients, But inspiration that happens as we get to peer through the lens of guest entrepreneurs who are blazing their own trails. And those trails have probably included a few unexpected roadblocks, maybe even having to overcome fears or blocks about selling. Now, I believe everyone has their zone of genius, their superpower, right? That's a gift to others, including you. Now for me, after, well, 22 years of outperforming my peers in sales results, well, it's almost an x-ray vision that I have when it comes to finding and fixing any sales blind spots within entrepreneurs that are unknowingly causing potential clients to slip away. And with today's guest, his zone of genius is his ability to be a teacher at heart, where he's able to be enlightening, instill hope and create a feeling of empowerment within others so that they can gain clarity and confidence around their futures. So I am super excited to introduce Joe Fuentes. Now, Joe is an expert in the career of college, career and military readiness. He serves as the director of academics for iSchool Virtual Academy of Texas, and is the founder and CEO of Advantage Career Readiness. Now, Joe always thought that he would be an attorney, but while in college, he developed a passion for education, and noticed there were many other students struggling to find a way and support. Now, knowing he had more to give, he decided to get into education and help students and parents be college and career ready. Now, he has 15 years of experience serving school districts, institutions of higher education, families, communities, and He's extremely honored by the request to serve his hometown of Houston and the United States military. Now he's helped countless students get accepted with scholarships to some of the best schools in our nation. And when Joe is not serving students, you can find him enjoying time with his family, reading, working out, cooking, and serving various good causes and philanthropic work. Well, welcome Joe. I am so excited to have you as my guest today.
1: Thank you very much, Miss Vaughn. I appreciate it. Uh, it's an honor to be on your show. Thank you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I just love how you're helping you know students who are looking at the multitude of different college options and hoping for you know to land that best college application acceptance or a scholarship, or maybe they're considering the military as well as helping adults really get into what it sounds like a more fulfilling career path. So I can't wait to hear more about this and the work you're now doing.
1: Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Can't wait to share it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Well, always tip of mind question for me, Joe, is exactly what was the inspiration or, you know, the tipping point that prompted you to start your own business?
1: Um, that, that is a great question. Um, you know, when, when you're doing what you love to do, that's the old, as the old saying or adage goes. You know, when when you when you do what you love, it's not really called work. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that's,
0: that's what we all strive for. Is... <laughs> that's exactly
1: what we strive for. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, for for me, as you said in the you know in the intro, um, be, being a first generation college student, um, and, and and knowing you know what I had to go through, you know, people often ask me, "Is college hard? It, it it wasn't the the academics that was challenging it was life outside of, of college or off campus. What, what, what does that mean? You know, financially speaking, um, you know, scholarships, um, internships and, and, and things like that, you know, uh, study habits. How do you select a career? You know, if, right. if you know, that's a pretty important uh, and daunting <laughs> uh, challenge, yeah. right?
0: Yeah, It's your um,
1: future, no pressure. Ab- absolutely. <laughs> and now you have, you know, I mean, uh, y- it's a huge investment. You're spending thousands of dollars um, on your education. You you, you kind of want to get it right, you know? Um, and now we hear about the horror stories of student loans, which the Supreme Court has taken that up today, right? Um, but there's so many aspects to, to college. A- at the time, it was just college, you know? Um, and I, I often thought, I found out the hard way, unfortunately, that it's not just college, it's career readiness also. You know, mm-hmm. what are you doing outside of college, after college? Um, you know and when you have all your eggs in one basket and to me it was basically just getting through college um, afterwards so i'm literally that person who graduates uh with a degree great but uh you know, work experience student mm. loan debt wh- right. what now yeah. what am i going to do um you know so just things like that you know and but 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 but, but being a first generation college student my journey in college was not just go to school you know get good grades and so forth. It, it was teaching myself how to be a student. It was teaching myself how to schedule my, my, my courses, how to, you know, really budget, but understand more than anything, the scholarship game, the, the, the financial aid importance and so forth. So I found myself like, yeah, you know, I graduated, but I, I feel very, again, enlightened for sure. Uh, I had a lot of hope and I felt empowered because I said, well, I feel something now, I, I, I did get my degree, but now I feel really good about being able to counsel and, and help, you know, others who, who, who are in, the same sho- in my same shoes or who are going to be, you mm-hmm. know, because oftentimes those are the things that, that make students, you know, return home, as we say, uh, you know, in higher ed. You, you can do the work, the coursework. It's just all the other things that, that we had to, to deal with. So that, right. that's really what inspired me. And I, I just said, you know, I, I would love to help. I don't know how I'm going to do this, but um, I'll start on campus. I mean, there's always students in need at the counseling office advising. Mm -hmm. Um, And Mm -hmm. that's kind of how I've started. You see the long lines Mm -hmm. at the counseling office and um, simple questions, tasks, you know, they need scheduling setup. Let me help you. Um, So, you know, just things like that. Um,
0: Yeah. So it just really became obvious to you that so many people in the college mode were in this state of just... Just get college done. And then who knows what happens after that, but let's just navigate and get through college. But then the reality is, okay, now you are on to your, your life and, and people were in this state of lacking clarity. So, so you just really saw a need out there. It sounds like, and, and leaned into something that, that came naturally to you in terms of being that inspiration and, and supporting people into gaining that clarity.
1: Absolutely, you couldn't have said it better. Um, you okay. know, and right. what, what really just transformed everything was that I I I just l- went home, looked in the mirror, and it's like, what am I doing? Is I at the time I was at the top of the mountain, my mountain, as an administrator, district director, and so forth, the school district. And I said, Well, let, let's start doing weekend classes at, at the library at our school, at our district, um, for SAT course preparation, things like that. And, you know, one thing I didn't even think about was in marketing, advertising, and social media, uh, outside the school district, there were students from outside school districts coming, trying to get access into, into our library. And, you know, for, for safety purposes, obviously this is 2018, you know, if you're not a student of ours, you're not going to be allowed in. Um, so I had to turn away several students and, and parents, you know, uh, so literally I just gave out my business card and you know, you guys figure something out. I'll, I'll help you all maybe on a weekly basis or weekends, um, but literally just having a heart to heart discussions with groups of students and parents and how do you help out others? You know, if you're in a school district, that's awesome. It's great. I, I had a blast, but I was kind of, you know, uh, handcuffed just to helping students in our school district great. and I wanted the ability to help out others outside the school district. So that's kind of what set, I, made me realize I think, uh, I can Something go and do here, my own right. thing. Absolutely. Something absolutely. Here
0: that is really not yeah. just a fluke and <laughs> there's consistency with people trying to get in and figure out what's going on with their world and their life. Yes. So, yeah, I love that. So it sounds like your, you know, your career readiness business has, has evolved a bit, uh, over the course of time. So how long ago did you start your business and, can you just give us a kind of an overview of how your business has evolved?
1: Yeah, that's a uh, it's, a really, it's a really tough question. It's a great question. Tough question to answer because, a, again, this is it was all just a huge shock. You know, my first year teaching, I, you know, again, I, I was a teacher first year, you know, just trying to figure all this out. And uh, I, I really wanted to start my own my own after school program um, and just help kids, you know, with college advising and such and so forth, prepare them. Really what started out with like, I I think literally, I think we had four students. By the end of the year, we had hundreds of students trying to get in and this was after school, mind you, okay? (laughs) So-
0: Yeah, that speaks volumes right there. Something after school that people are lining up to want to participate in.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes. And you know, as they as as the old saying goes, you start making some noise, you know, rattling the tree, you're gonna get people's attention. So the principal, you know, uh, to, to her, you know, um, to her credit, saw something good, you know, um, the district and, you know, and all of a sudden they, they wanted it across the whole campus, then the district and so forth. But that kind of goes back to question number one, how did it all start? So I always saw myself as, as a coach first, right. Um, I'm glad, I love that they're using that term now, coach, 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 because back then it was just volunteer, right. Um, you know, after school or whatever, now it, it was a coach, um, but, you know, being an administrator, being over all the things, you know, leadership, you start seeing and, and running into a lot of the red tape and so forth. Um, so that's kind of where I started thinking, how, how can I bring these services straight to directly to to the families, to the students, to the communities? You know, um, and I don't want to say eliminate the middleman or anything like that, but Again, where there's specific deadlines, obviously for university admissions, scholarships, and things like that. Um, and you know, it, it's better to, to to get to get a hold of it earlier um, and submit sooner than than later. And th- that was one of the things that that really pushed me too is dealing with so many deadlines. Um, but at the end of the day, that that's pretty much how it started. And I always say, you know, th- this along. I think if you're going to do something, if you're going to go all in, I mean. It's, it's great to love it. It's great to, to be passionate about it. But for me, uh, it, it's always been about a mission. You know, um, I'm not looking to just provide a service. I'm looking to change lives. I'm looking to, right. you know, and not only lives, but this is, this is crucial stuff. I mean, you know, as we'll get into hopefully later on, national security, I mean, business, economics, this is the future of, of our country. You know, so I'm looking, I always was, I was always looking to move, much move, bigger
0: picture than just getting, uh, right. graduated through college, much bigger picture than just simply landing that first job. It sounds like you've got your, you're more of a visionary and seeing, uh, not just landing a job, landing a, a college, but happiness and, and fulfillment and a sense of really dedication. So, so yeah, Absolutely. you've got a lot of, um, uh, a lot of great, skills and insights uh, that probably people are are really lacking with understanding in the in the overwhelm at that point in their lives of deciding which direction to go. So and you're obviously, uh, you know, an expert at helping young adults really assess their strengths and, and gain clarity around their career paths. But I'm curious. You know, have there been any big roadblocks or challenges that you've had to overcome along the way, besides addressing these certain areas where you want to go from test, you know, after-school programs to more of campus-wide to working directly with the families? Besides that kind of evolution, have there been any other big roadblocks in terms of building a business?
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Uh, those are great questions. Um, I think, honestly. You know, I know it sounds cliche, but the biggest roadblock I actually had was was myself. Um being an educator, you know. Um, I, I to this day I don't know of, of any educator who said, you know, I'm just gonna go start my own business and that's what it's gonna be. You, you know, we we are we're passionate teachers, we're educators, we, we, we care you know, probably way too much uh, about, you know, our students, um, the community, and that's what we do. Um, uh, we're, we're not known to have loud voices. We're not known to, you know, go outside of our, of our comfort zone and, and just go do, you know, what, what's, you know, all these extraordinary things that people really don't, you know, don't peg as, as education and so forth. So, mm-hmm. you know, not a majoring in business, not having any, you know, a, a, any experience in it, um you know, and not being able to, to ask anybody, you know, th- there were, there were no, uh, well, that I know I didn't know Miss Wendy Vaughn back then. Uh, I wish I would have, <laughs>
0: right? Um,
1: but you know, it's just one of those things that, um, sure. I, yeah, I was like, more you know, more knowing
0: these skills, it just does, doesn't come yeah. with the,
1: <laughs> absolutely. And when you're, when you're so again, go back to the, all your eggs in one basket, when, when you have that philosophy and I certainly did with education in my career, you know, uh, I was set on teaching, administration, leadership, and things like that, and and that's the way it it, it was, um, and it mm-hmm. still is. Like I said, I don't know of any fellow educators, and and I know you know hundreds if not thousands. Um, they're always you know, they were always so supportive of it. You know, nobody ever said, "Are you crazy? Oh, you went to school good. all these years, you climbed the mountain." What are you
0: doing, Joe? Have you? What are you doing? The Absolutely, you know, are you... <laughs> so good. That's that's yeah. great and, that and honestly always happen in terms of people absolutely. being the cheerleader so that's yes.
1: good yeah um, and, and that goes back to all my teacher friend educator friend just being loving they might have been thinking that in the back of their mind you know are you crazy <laughs> um but it, it it was very it was really myself i mean i i just you know it, it's just a huge gamble you know we're not known to gamble i don't gamble huge risks right you know, so just, taking
0: that risk on yourself and and yeah. trusting in that that nudge that you're feeling to take this into more of a business versus an after school program or something that was just a, a add-on to what you were already doing. So, well, can you share maybe a tip or a technique that you utilize in order to support yourself, gain that, you know, sense of either business sense, because starting and running a business is completely different from being an educator, or supported yourself in believing in this vision that you had can you share maybe a tip or a technique regarding absolutely one of those?
1: Y- yes ma'am um y- you know again I, i'm full of sayings right uh so one of my favorite sayings is you know you pay attention always pay attention you know for to advice you, you never you're going to find the best advice in the least likely places mm. to make a long story short i i you know i was a freshman in college trying to pick my studies major and so forth. Again, that struggle that you have, uh, being a first-generation college student, Uh, my, uh, my brother-in-law asked me, and to this day, best piece of advice I've ever gotten, uh, UPS driver, um, you know, didn't have a college degree, didn't really understand, you know, higher education. And he, I said, you know, I told him, I said, people are, are, are questioning me. I want to major in history. He's like, so what's the problem with that? I said, well, um, you know, there aren't many high paying jobs and so forth, right? With history degrees and so forth. He says, right, but you're learning, what are you learning in history? And who are you learning from? I said, well, I'm learning history. I'm learning from professors. He goes, let me ask you again. What are you learning in history and who are you learning from? It's like, I have no idea what you're asking me. Why don't you just tell me, cut to the point, (laughs) to the chase, right? (laughs) He says, let me tell you something. You're learning from the most influential, the most powerful, the most important people in, in, in this world the world has ever seen okay that's history he goes and what did they do how, how are they in your book how are they in, in your researches and you know searches and so forth um, yeah they they did it you're learning from the best to do the best and you're going to make history someday mm, wow you're, you're learning what works and what doesn't work I mean, does it get any better than that? I was like, uh, wow, can you say that again? I want to record this. He's Like, <laughs> I don't know what I just that's said. That's
0: brilliant. Right.
1: <laughs> Isn't yeah. it? I mean, can you imagine being a you know 19, 20 year old, like, wow, that that blew me away. But
0: mm-hmm.
1: to, to make a, you know another long story short, re- really, you know, being being an educator, I, I, I just love to learn. And I think it transpires to everything. I think the best, the people that that are the best at their craft profession business, whatever it may be, you know, I often say we 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 never cease to learn. You know, you have to be willing to learn. You have to be accepting hunger. of hunger, of of looking at yourself and saying, you don't know it all, right? Um nothing sexy about what I'm gonna say, nothing, you know, uh out of this world or you know advanced. But I I Miss Vaughn literally I just took to reading and researching like crazy. I mm-hmm. wanted to master how can i put this in front of audiences and offer it as as a product right but the trick for me was offering this product again the educator at heart is offering it you know and make it make make it readily available accessible to to everybody and anybody um, but not sacrificing customer service to values and and wanting to be the best so
0: Right. You know, good luck so this with kind that. Of is leaning into then my zone of genius, which is uh, what I'm I'm hearing little cues here in terms of marketing, packaging,
1: there presenting
0: you your information in a way that people absolutely will purchase it or invest in themselves to work with you. Those kinds of things. So am I hearing this correctly? You
1: are. <laughs> and, you know, this well, that little brings article. Me
0: to my, my next question, I guess, in terms of just the fact that you have your brilliance in being an educator And supporting people to gain their own clarity around, okay, what are my strengths? What's a great career path for me that's going to bring me that sense of fulfillment? And even those who are adults already, and maybe they're asking, hey, I don't know that I'm really doing what I want to be doing, or maybe the best thing. So you're obviously, you have that brilliance, but okay, let's go back to business out of a box, which doesn't happen. So, how do you feel about the, the sales part or the client enrollment part of being in business? So this is possibly, a very different skill set from being an educator. Do you have any challenges or frustrations with this important part of growing a successful business?
1: It it, it is, um, and you know, I'm, I'm sure you get this all the time. That it, it is the most challenging, daunting, uh, scary, downright scary. I mean, let's be yeah. honest, scary sometimes. Um, Going back to again, right,
0: because you were used to being an educator within <laughs> yeah. a large institution. Absolutely, and you didn't have to package anything. You just received the students. They signed Absolutely. up. They signed yeah, up.
1: You know? Yep, yeah. There was never uh, a sense uh, of going out there and, and trying to land, you know, uh, a student, uh, you know, uh, an adult, a parent, you know, whatever. It was. They were just, you know, there. Um, I, I just did some soul searching. Um, you know, and, and, and try to figure out what, what do I know? What do I feel comfortable with? And again, going back to my brother-in-law's advice, literally I said, Mm -hmm. okay, so you're trying to do something that's probably never been done or has been done very, very, very little. Um, What's your comfort zone? What do you know? What have you seen that kind of transpires to what you're doing that, that, uh, that, that relates. Mm
0: -hmm. It sounds
1: crazy. But not to me, I, I see sales, I saw sales um, and I still see it this way, um, you know, being a government major, a, a master's, a master of government, political science um, and understanding campaigns, Miss Vaughn campaigns. So well, what I see is this is a campaign slash mission. Uh, I am looking for, for your, your votes. But more than anything, you know, it's hard for me to ask for votes. It's hard for me to charge. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't want to ask for votes. I want to run a campaign. I want to run a business model where we're not asking for votes. We're again, going back, we're going to enlighten you. We're going to show you and teach you and make you feel comfortable with the campaign, with our platform. And you're going to trust us. And at the end of the day, you're going to know what we're asking, what we're looking for. And you are going to feel empowered at the end of the day, because Mm -hmm. we are, we are that confident. Um, it's, It's as plain as black and white, hot and cold. Right. what needs yeah, to be done sense. and, and how to do it.
0: To so do you, so it sounds like you've gotten a lot of clarity around that. So do you have, I think you started out saying though, that you do have some challenges with regard to the sales part of, of growing a successful business, but you've also shared some uh, mindset or perspectives that are supporting you. So is there anything that I can support you with?
1: Terms yeah, I think, um, the, the, I think the biggest roadblocks, um, that, uh, I've experienced and, and, you know, luckily, you know, they somehow, some way other than, you know, as I say, credit, right. Credit, you know, you, you do well, you do good. People take notice and goes back to the trust, right. A, a lot of this, uh, you know, I, again, not being your, 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 uh, typical <clears throat> business person or entrepreneur and, and being, you know, on, on, out of the younger field and so forth. I I I read a lot and friends told me and you know you got to go to social media you got to put marketing campaigns and and invest in that um ironically it didn't do a, it didn't move the needle a lot for me um and I figured it out not. it, did, it not.
0: did not did not okay
1: it did not yeah and, and again I've heard many reasons people comment on Facebook well you know and again it doesn't help where uh I think they actually have a movie on it that the big uh I think it's a, our operation of our city blues where, you know, college advisors, it was a scam and they got busted for millions of dollars. Celebrities went to prison, you know, all those things.
0: Well, that doesn't help.
1: It, it did not it, you know, um, but at the end of the day, it, it, it's trying to, to make yourself viable, you know? Um, and you would think that schools would, would, would want it. You would think that society would want these things, but when, you know, I feel, you know, it's like going into arenas and, and having to, to, to educate people to, you know, and, and I think more than anything is trying to change the landscape, trying to shift, shift the weight of, you know, uh, what's, what's more valuable in our society, in our country, you know, is it the car? Is it the house? Is you know, at the end of the day, though, what's the foundation, the bedrock of, of, of our nation, of any modern society is it's still education, it's providing the opportunities and, and, you know, um, career, whatever it may be to, to society, you know, to, to constituents, you know, to, to citizens and, um, making them comfortable, but happy excited about what they do for a living. You know, it's not just about going and getting a paycheck, you know, it's about what do you do? Um, how do you feel about that? Um, you, you know, as well as I know, as well as, uh, you know, most successful entrepreneurs, you know, a lot of it is morale. It's excitement. You got to bring it. You got to come to work every day.
0: Right. So I guess what I'm hearing you say, Joe, is that the thing that feels frustrating in terms of building a successful business is not necessarily uh, putting importance, creating importance on college because that seems to be a great next step for high school students is get into college but it seems to be okay what is the career path and how do you do you just stumble into that what do you what do you do in order to create a career or find a career that is a career that's gonna bring that sense of meaning so in other words putting value creating a sense of clarity around the value of the education that you provide,
1: absolutely. Is that you, you, you couldn't have said it any, you, you, know, you couldn't have said it better. Um okay. and, and it's it's that it's it's sometimes it's as difficult as trying to convince you know. Right, schools, right. Well, let district. me,
0: if if you'd like, I'd be happy to provide you with some insights around that because oh, convincing that. is not. That's never a very effective strategy when it comes to, in my opinion, anyway uh, empowering people to feel that inspired action to want to invest in, in themselves. So so looking and pulling back the lens here in terms of the bigger picture, right? We've got people that have, they know that college is all about getting a career going, but there's this gap, there's this perception of, oh, well, once I do that, then this will just magically appear. Correct. you're filling this this gap only it sounds like you've got to create a little bit of awareness a perspective some some clarity around uh uh-uh, uh you don't quite have it all figured out yeah absolutely and so here's a technique based on what you shared with me in terms of um, i'm not going to say it's a skill set but it's just a perspective that you just shared in your conversation so when having conversations with people, or even posting things in social media, because there's a a process involved. And we're not going to go real deep into this, obviously, because this is not the point. But here's the thing. When trying to change someone's perspective around something that you know is so critical, but they don't seem to quite understand the, the value What analogy can you draw? Uh, And again, this is we're just dropping in on on a little moment of hopefully inspiration or clarity for you. But can you think of an analogy that parallels something that people already know that they can then associate value behind what you do? So let's just cut to the chase because of the fact of, you know, conversation time here, coaching and professional sports or coaching and collegiate sports or coaching in the Olympics, coaching all those top performing athletes. They all have coaches where well, they're right. already, they already know how to do what they're doing, but they want to get to a certain destination. They want to make it to the Olympics. They want to make it to the X games. They want to make it to the world cups. They want to make it to the super bowl. They want to make it to this, this destination. That doesn't mean that just because you're an athlete, you're going to get there. Everybody knows that. Very true. So it's an interesting parallel that could support you in creating that awareness around the fact, Hey, just because I'm good at taking tests and I'm, you know, I'm in college, I've made it this far, doesn't mean that I should just go unattended and take a chance on making it into then the next level of my life, you know, because going from the collegiate level in a pro in a sports team into the pro level, well, there there's a a new coach involved to take him to that level. And there's another coach and it's it's all part of an evolution. So anyway, that thought just kind of came to me as far as something that already resonates with you. So that might provide a little bit of inspiration and clarity in terms of how to convey the value of having somebody now carry you to this next finish line of not just any paycheck, but a job and a career that brings a sense of fulfillment and meaning so that they don't end up with jobs that create that awful stress and and burnout and those kinds of things. So, I don't know, how is this landing for you, Joe?
1: I I I like it, you know. Uh, again, um <clears throat> somebody who who loves uh, you know athletics and and sports and stuff. And you know, the first thing that comes to mind really is, you know, how many, you know, I mean, thousands of of, you know, uh, collegiate athletes. How many actually make it to the pros? And why, why, why is that? And why is it not? Right. I guess you can look at it both ways, but it's, it's extremely, it's extremely hard, extremely rare. White, We all know that.
0: Yeah. But going in, right.
1: They're, they're athletes. They're good. They're all good. They're all there on, on scholarships. So you gotta be good. Um, But you know, it's, it's about literally kind of, you know, the same um, analogy here is you're good, but that doesn't mean
0: you're golden. (laughs)
1: <laughs> that's right. There you go. You can be great. You can always be better. And that's something that I really, really, again, not being your, your, your atypical uh, entrepreneur business person, that's something that goes back to, I'm very lucky that I possess that is basically just you, you feel good, but you're never as good as you want to be, or you can be, you can always be better or you can always right. learn. Yeah, something but that's,
0: to... that's more of that teacher in you teaching, We want to have people owning the value and just seeing it for themselves. Oh, this makes sense. Because that's one of these interesting things about pushing a rope, right? You can't push a rope. Absolutely. Uh, You have to work with gravity. You you can't force a horse to drink. You can lead him to his oats, but he's not necessarily going to drink. You could salt his oats.
1: So any, any
0: of those things that kind of prompt Uh, a different perspective. So, yeah. So hopefully that resonates for you. I'd love to hear some feedback in terms of how that lands for you and in a real life conversation so that you're, you're building somebody's clarity around the value of this work that you do. That is so I I love it. I already, it's
1: it's a one-liner already. I'm thinking it's like, let me help you be great.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, and it's interesting in my mind how we're we're on the heels. We're pretty much through the pandemic. Right. But i mean the the virus is still around and there's certainly health risks but relevant to what we're talking about the pandemic just set the whole academic scene and workforce scene upside down it it toppled the apple cart if you will and has created pretty much a new norm as far as school online career paths new careers that have just blossomed out of not, out of nowhere other careers, other industries that have really had to uh, adjust and adapt. So I'm just curious if you could give us just a little uh, laser view of the impact of the pandemic on the work that you do.
1: That That is, uh, you know, I was talking about this to a friend the other day. I was like, can you believe it's been three years? Like, wow. Like, you know, it, it it's like it was yesterday, but it's changed society so much that it feels wow. like it was, 10 years ago right so if you kind of have it like both of those um and you know i may be a little i may be speaking with a little bias here but um i mean what the pandemic did to education um i mean it was just it it was just total and i'm being (laughs) nice here it was just complete chaos Mm -hmm. the offsets um school schools family i mean you know we we just didn't have answers we didn't understand we didn't know we it just we nobody was set How are up we're
0: gonna it. do what we do exactly. everything has fallen apart
1: exactly yeah you know and and again again be, being a positive person as positive as I can be um in, in any you know um environment or situation it I think the pandemic you know I look at it for for some of the for some maybe some positive things that came out of it um I think America was able to see and, and you know even the world was able to see Uh, you know how important education is you know Mm -hmm. now because now all of a sudden you can't take your kid to school you know uh there's going to be a in terms
0: of just the the work that you do specifically though not just education but your work in supporting
1: yes absolutely getting
0: into the right college or landing those careers or possibly going into the military, just providing that, that clarity. It seems like in my mind, there was so much chaos going on. Oh
1: my gosh. I, I can't even describe. I mean, I, I launched in 2018, the okay. fall, not early. Okay. So literally in 2019. Right. Um, yeah. and I was that person again, I, I was originally door to door, uh, you know, showing up at doorsteps, providing any services in-house tutoring cafes whatever wherever right. I, I was doing that um
0: well, you were filling in the gap Liz, I was because schools, students couldn't necessarily go into a classroom there
1: you have it's it so all of a sudden to miss,
0: study online
1: no miss Vaughn it was not easy for for us either educators entrepreneurs because to up to that point I, I hadn't taught a class virtually hmm. Um, these students hadn't taken a class virtually. Right.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I'm like, you know, the hands-on person, you know, and, you know, again, the teacher in me. Um, so all of a sudden overnight, it's like, okay. Um, I, I mean, I didn't even know how to use Zoom. I remember like, oh, okay. You know, I mean, it's just everything happens so fast. But again, I I I'll, I'll just went back and just hearing the conversations, the pains, you know, uh, of families, of of all my former coworkers and teammates there needed to be something they needed help and that that's really what what got me through it i went back to my old model of just reading and researching YouTubing you know YouTubers out there um how do you use zoom how do you develop how do you relate this you know and and connect it um and that's that's literally how i transformed everything overnight so you take something that was just horrific um, and, in so many, you know, shapes and forms, you know, and you walk, you, you, as they say that, you know, we're not completely out of it, but as, as, as the dust starts settling, you take a look at, at what, what became, what, what happened. Um, so in the grand scheme of things, a lot of things have changed. And as far as business, um, I went from a hundred percent in person to, I mean, it's safe to say 90% virtual. Mm-hmm. To meet that, yeah, that you know, and I'm not going to say yeah. demand, I never really say it that way, but I was just trying to help as, as best I could mm-hmm. um, and deliver the the same services um, that we were delivering before. And you can imagine, obviously, the audiences that we were able to reach now because it was virtually, that. that's, you know, um, a given. Sure. But at the end of the day, it's, I always say, you know, how, how do you make your business the best it can be? it's literally, it's, it's passion. It's passion. You have to have a mission and you have to be willing to, to think outside the box, you know? Um, and as my, my, my grandma used to say, I love the saying too, is, you know, whenever you have your umbrella in the car, it never rains. It's that day that you forget it. That's when it rains. Right. You know, so just things like that and just expecting the unexpected and just being able to think outside the box. Um, and yeah. as, as any business is basically um, meeting Demands, but I think more than anything is just meeting the needs crucial needs uh, in society,
0: yeah, yeah, and i and I, I would love to just get a little bit more specifics or clarity around how you do support young adults to launch into fulfilling careers or maybe land that that scholarship into the best college that they were hoping to, or work with those adults who are maybe reassessing their career path and looking for something that does bring that sense of fulfillment to them. Can you share uh just some some very specifics as far as maybe your, you know, your approach or how you do support people?
1: Absolutely. Um <clears throat> I'm gonna go back to uh again, the uh, the Joe Fuentes uh, you know boring virtual or boring old school model of of just how do you do it? You know, going back and reading and researching. Um, I I started looking at successful entrepreneurs and some of some of my heroes, you know. Um, and one thing that stood out to me was, besides the passion and you know long work hours, is you know they they they, they didn't want to just provide something a service. They were looking to change, change, change the world, um, and that's exactly what they did, you know. So for me, it's it's one of those things. Well, okay, so I, I love you know the passion they have. It's very inspiring. The ideas, but see those guys i I think it was the I, I, I might be biased or anything, but i I always thought you know and I think those guys had the the luxury of of selling a product that that people want right that they, they don't really need per se, like you know your iPhone shoes, you know, things like that, so they got customers on that high, you know, I'm like oh I'm, I want to shop, I want to spend money, you know and so forth um or or have some fun, you know when I get customers, clients, it, it's not that way, you know, um, oftentimes it's uh, they're not at their highest moments, right. They're not um, feeling great about themselves, about some decisions, uh, about the environment, you know, things like that. They're looking for change. They're often scared. They're weary of, you know, l- l- you know, going to, going to, to, to the ledge there and, and seeing, you know, what's what's on the other side. So for me, one of the most important things is <clears throat> just making them understand, you know, and I often say, you know, my EHM or EHE um, philosophy is enlightened, you know, mm-hmm. making sure they're enlightened, you know, I don't want to just give you a product and say, you know, here you go, off you go with it, right? Um, I want to enlighten, I want to make sure they're enlightened, because it goes back to that campaigning thing and say, you know, once you're enlightened, that light bulb, you know, we can say it turns on, but I I don't want to say it, it it just blinds everybody, including yourself. You feel enlightened, you're excited. Now we want to pump you up with some hope. Okay, what does hope do? Is there is there are there more are there many more um <clears throat> you know forces more powerful than hope? Right. Um. Once you have that hope, you, you're able to dream. You're able to, to to go out and start thinking that could be me. I could do this. Now we got to put this plan, this mission together. Um, and as we often say, I want you to come in, you know, at point A, but I want you to know when we're going to be at point B and what to expect at point B. Cause once we get to the finish line, it's all about empowerment. You're going to know what's going to be at the finish line, what's going to happen afterwards. And I think more importantly, we're going to show you, okay, we're going to show you how to get to that finish line. And I think once you if you can ask anybody and you know anybody will say you know if if somebody's enlightened full of hope and they feel empowered right They're there's going to be a lot of good coming out of this unstoppable <laughs> yes. yeah you said it best yeah. uh, unstoppable <laughs> that's, right. a, that's 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 a better word fire yes. absolutely yes ma'am. okay
0: yeah so i love that so you're starting out with the foundation of of providing that enlightenment the light bulb goes on clarity And then supporting people to build their hope that what they're dreaming is possible to dream of what is their vision and what is possible for them through that enlightenment. And then, of course, put together that plan that is going to take them step by step to achieve that, that either that, uh, you know, scholarship to the best college or land that career path, land the job switch careers whatever that is so yeah it makes yes. it makes a yes, lot ma'am. of sense well well joe how can listeners learn more about this and and the great work that you're doing
1: i think the the most important thing um is is just kind of like you know take a step back and and you know think think for one for a second or two you know what ask yourself you know or just realize what what is the foundation what's the foundation Um, Right.
0: Yeah. But I mean, in terms of just learning more about you, this great work that you're doing, how can they reach you? What's a great avenue for them to take (laughs) to to be able to connect with you in terms of where you are on? I think you said you're on social media. Yes, ma'am. And uh, website, possibly. So can you share what those modes are and those avenues?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, you could uh, definitely uh, please check out our website um, at advantageccr.org.
0: Okay. advantageccr.org. Okay.
1: Yes, ma'am. Um, you'll, you'll see all of our services, uh, the mission, you know, why we do what we do, um, how we do what we do, you know, mm-hmm. and, and basically, like I said, I mean, you know, just being available, being available to, to your customers, you're going to re- realize you'll, you'll soon realize, and I want you all, I want everybody to compare, you know, a, a, a flat out corporation um, to, to us and you'll start seeing if you want that homey feeling that that downright home feeling uh, of family orientation and community and so forth. Um, yo, I, I definitely would recommend our services to you all. Yes, all absolutely. Right, mm-hmm. So that's
0: advantageccr.org. Are you active on any of the social platforms or do you guard your time and stay away from those?
1: <laughs> uh, I do a little bit of both uh, as, as uh, you know, the the teammates are always getting on me about uh, not doing enough, but yes, we are on Facebook and Instagram. Yes. Uh, You can find. Yes, ma'am.
0: All right. Well, for our listeners, be sure to check out the show notes and you'll find the the links to his website advantageccr.org, as well as the Facebook and Instagram profiles where he's active. So, well, Joe, you have already, you know, shared so many golden nuggets of wisdom here through our conversation But if I could laser in and tap on you one last time in terms of looking at your own experience in in building your business, taking yourself outside of the educator mode and putting yourself into the entrepreneurial space, what's some advice that you can share with, say, a frustrated entrepreneur who's maybe questioning their decision to have even started their own business or they're doubting their ability to succeed?
1: I think um, that's a really good question. I think... um, and I'm going to literally share something I did myself, um, w- which made me feel like, OK, you know, not only am I going to jump off this cliff, but I, I literally have a a parachute that works, mind you. OK, <laughs> okay. so I'll never forget. And I'm going to say I'm going to give him credit. You know, I was on Yahoo, uh, you know, the Yahoo business and so forth. And there was a, an article you see, I clicked on it. Um, best side hustles, right? Side hustles. Now think about that side hustles. Cause you know, obviously you have a full-time job. Yeah, I hate that term. <laughs> I hate it too. And I'm like, so what are the best top 10 or 24, whatever it was. Um, and lo and behold, one of them was, was tutoring, you know, and uh, I was like, okay, well, you know, I'm a source person. So let, let me check out some other sources. Um, so I did a couple of searches and I mean, it was literally on every single search tutoring, like, wow. Okay. Well, this would be more or less a tutoring uh, service but what it taught me was you know it it, it can't be done because yes you want to do something you love but you know it's kind of like the old adage in school you want to major in something that's going to be marketable um, that's going to offer you that opportunity you know uh, to to be employed right um, upon graduation and investments in time and time and, and, and money so if you if you're passionate about something start out slow start out small um, give it a shot you know, do your research, do your homework. Make sure you understand that there is a market for it. Um, if there is a market for it, how do you best deliver, logistically speaking? You know, um, I can tell you firsthand. Again, how do you best deliver your 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 service? Um, you know, whatever, whichever way it may be. Um, but if you can, if you feel good about those things, if you feel good that your 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 idea um, is marketable, it's it's in demand and you feel confident um, and comfortable with, with the fact that you can deliver it uh, logistically speaking, and also financially, you know, one of the things that, that I looked at is obviously, and you know, I think we, we we should all do this. I think we all do is how much is it going to cost? Not only to start up, but to successfully sustain it, as we say, you know, in the business, right? Uh, Overhead, what are the expenses? What's it going to cost? And and to me, it, it literally, you know, this, Type of business service um it checked all my boxes now, it doesn't mean it was a walk in the park or anything, but I had that confidence like I'm saying go back to to, to my uh, my three points um uh, I felt enlightened, I definitely felt hope you know and i I knew after my first client, wow, that this stuff is is very very empowering to them. But not only to them to, to me, and if I felt empowered, if you feel empowered about your passion and what you're doing, you're gonna do this. You're gonna you're gonna be okay doing it 24 seven. You're gonna be able to you know to provide services to be available to your client, not just at certain just times. Check
0: in, do some research. It sounds like do the, what you have proven over and over and over to just lean into learning, doing some research, and checking in with your heart following that passion so yeah fantastic well i love that i appreciate you you know sharing with us the things that really supported you to take that step after step after step because building a business is not definitely not easy and there is no out of the box manual but at least i found
1: Uh, (laughs) amen to that amen to that and if there was man I, i i would be all over that, but there isn't. <laughs> no, not not. But it's fun. It great. makes it fun because it each entrepreneur
0: is is unique, and and what they bring to the table is unique. So, well, Joe, it's just been so great hearing about your journey from your collegiate days, where you knew that there was more to this than just going through and getting your class courses done, but you knew there was life after college that had to be the next step to really focus on and navigate through, and. And starting to look around and noticing there's a lot of people in you know similar situations that were totally confused about their career paths and what to do next. And even though colleges have college you know career counselors, it's not necessarily something that is that total support system to provide people with uh, the impactful work that you're now doing as an expert in this area of college career and, and even military readiness where you're helping students get onto their, their best paths, whether that's college or military, uh, as well as helping adults and veterans to get onto a more meaningful and fulfilling career path. So I've really enjoyed our conversation. And I just want to thank you so much for being a guest on my show today.
1: It's been an honor, Ms. Vaughn. I I appreciate it. Thank you so much for the invite. Um, I'm glad I took you up on the offer. It's been an honor, seriously. Thank you so much. Thank you.
0: Absolutely. And again, for our listeners, you can reach Joe Fuentes through his website, and that is advantageccr.org, as well as check out his social media presence on Facebook and Instagram. You can find all that in the show notes. So, all right. Well, for all our listeners, remember when it comes to building a business, that brings you joy and has an endless flow of high paying clients, well, don't overlook the power of what I call compassionate selling, where you've fully supported your potential clients decision-making process by providing them with everything they need to feel confident and excited about saying, yeah, this sounds great. So are you 100% confident that you're fully supporting your potential clients? Well, if you're curious, reach out to me and apply for a sales blind spot coaching session. You may be surprised by what we discover. All right. Well, this is Wendy Vaughn, Chief Paradigm Shifter and Sales Success Coach. And you can find me and our next podcast episode at PredictableSalesResults.com. Well, thank you for tuning in to today's episode with Joe Fuentes. And as always, here's to your success.